0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another day here at Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and we've got more in store for you today from the board gaming industry. So t- stay tuned for more news about fun Kickstarter things happening, more events happening in the gaming industry, what we're playing and putting on the table, what we're reviewing over on TheologyOfGames.com. And I promise you that interview with Ben Canellos is coming soon, as soon as we get everything sorted out. In the meantime, is there anybody else you want to hear from in the industry? We have access to quite a few folks. We've got quite a good relationship with many different publishers and designers and artists and so forth. So if there's somebody out there that you would like to hear interviewed here on Board Games FM. Be sure to comment on this post or give us a call in through the Anchor app. And let us know. We want to hear from you and give you the content you want to hear. Thanks again for tuning in and let's have a great day here on Thursday, October 5, 2017. Once again, I'm Jeremiah Isley for Theology of Games here on Board Games FM. Have a great day.
1: Hey guys! Welcome back to Board Games FM powered by Theology of Games. I'm AJ Skistad bringing you the latest in the gaming world. Recently, a company called North Star Games released a Kickstarter, I believe it was back in September, for Wits and Wagers Las Vegas. Now, Wits and Wagers is one of the most highly acclaimed party games out there. There's been several different editions released. And it's basically a game where you answer seven questions that have numerical answers. Most people don't know what any of the answers to these questions are, but some people have an idea of what the answers to these questions are. And those are the people that you're going to be betting your chips on. Unless, of course, you have the right answer. Now, we line up the questions in numerical order from lowest to highest. If the answer happens to be on the low end of the spectrum and somebody's right, there's a greater payout for betting on that answer. If it's at the high end of the spectrum and somebody's correct, Again, there's a greater payout. Now, if it's towards the middle, the answer, it's not as great as a pay not as great of a payout, but you still win, of course. If you're betting on that, you get some money. Now the Las Vegas edition that they just launched on Kickstarter added a huge playmat, it looks like a Vegas style playing table where you would either chuck dice or play cards. It's fantastic. It gives you more betting options and just totally enhances the game. It was funded fairly quickly and so if you haven't got a chance to check out Wits and Wagers yet, definitely do that and also check out the Kickstarter. I'm hoping that they re-release it so that I can get in on it. Another game by them. Is called Evolution. Now Evolution is a totally different style game. Evolution is a game where you have these animal cards that are obviously prehistoric and they need to go to a watering hole to feed. While they're at that watering hole, they begin to do other things to weed out other animals that might be there. Maybe as you're evolving, you gain the ability to um, hunt other animals, that way you can take them out, you can feed yourself and maintain control of that watering hole. Maybe you need to develop camouflage so that you don't get eaten by these other animals. All sorts of different things happen as you're evolving your creatures. It's a fantastic game. We had a chance to try it out at Origins and had a blast playing it. But what's interesting is they had a digital version of it so maybe you couldn't hit a table while you were at at Origins. But you could go uh, and play at a TV. And so I thought this is fun because I wasn't able to get to a table right away. So I played the game, uh, a digital version of it or a video game of it. And it was fantastic and I loved it and I thought this would be cool if they released it to the public. Well, they finally have. There's another Kickstarter out there right now for Evolution for PC, Mac and mobile devices. And so I'm really excited about this. I'm going to be downloading it and paying for it as soon as it's available. But if you're not, if you're interested in evolution and you're not sure that you want to buy the board game, check out the digital game first because it's super fun. But I think it's even more fun when you add players around the table and start having some social interaction. Great things coming to you from North Star Games. Let us hear your thoughts about it. Catch you later.
0: Hey everyone, Jeremiah here again on Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games, and I just wanted to have a little conversation with you today about the barrier of entry. Now, the barrier of entry is a term that people use for a lot of different things, but I want to talk about it today in terms of board games. What is your barrier for entry? Now, there are a lot of things that could cause you to step away from a game or just Pass by a game and not be interested or even think about playing it and some of those things are I'll just run some some ideas that I had that that are barriers of entry in my particular case some of those could be type of game whether it's an RPG worker placement casual social deduction etc etc sometimes people just don't like certain types of games Another thing that could be a barrier of entry would be the theme of the game. Whether it's a fantasy or sci-fi or some of the interesting themes that we see today like preparing food for monsters or serving New York style pizza or the list goes on and on. There's, there's a, a great many themes out there and it seems that that can be a barrier of entry for some folks. The other thing that came to mind was complexity of the game. Is this a light game that I can teach really fast and learn really fast? Or is this something that's going to take some time to dig in on and I'm really going to have to spend some time to learn it? And then it's also just going to take maybe a couple hours to get this game played. So maybe that's a barrier of entry for you. Uh, there's some other things that come into play, like cost and... Uh number of players and things like that but I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about the complexity and in the time that it's going to take to play a game now for me it's it's kind of an anomaly because I enjoy deep heavy games I want to play a game that's going to take me you know 90 minutes a couple hours and really challenge me to think strategically and really get my hands dirty on a game but actually, that becomes a pretty big barrier of entry for me. That That's a harder game for me to get on the table as much as I enjoy it. I know if it's a game that's going to take like 30 minutes or less, I can learn it quickly, I can teach it quickly. That's a game that's going to get on my table much more often than a, a heavy worker placement or Euro-style game, something that's going to take some time and some thought. And I came up with this whole idea of, of discussing this because I've been working on a review for the Godfather Corleone's Empire from Simon Games. And that's a game that, that's got a pretty heavy barrier of entry. It's going to take some time investment. It's got some thinky parts to it. It's, it's going to definitely challenge you and tax you. Uh, So if you're if you're a casual gamer and that's something that you shy away from, you're probably going to turn away from that game. I loved that game. It's a great game. And I'll I'll share that interview or that interview, that review when it goes live. But I just kind of wanted to get that conversation going. Tell me what your barrier of entry is. Is it cost? Is it style of game? Is it genre? Is it theme? What is it that will shy you away from a game? Or what is it that will make you run towards a game more than another? Let's talk about this. You can comment anytime on this post, on this segment, or you can use the call-in feature here on the Anchor app. What is your barrier of entry to a board game? All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Once again, I'm Jeremiah Isley here on Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com.